What's going on, everybody? This is Elisa, and you're listening to Sweet Talk with Elisa. On today's episode, I will be talking about happiness. What makes you happy? What makes you smile? What makes you feel good about yourself or about anything that's going on in your life that makes you happy? All right, so today I want to talk about happiness. In your opinion, in your heart of hearts, what does happiness mean to you? Could it be friends, family, a job, a career, school, good health, having your own home, having a car, maybe being single? or maybe being involved in a relationship with someone, boyfriend, girlfriend, or even marriage. Maybe a beautiful sunny day. Maybe going outside for some fresh air and taking a walk. What is the definition of happiness? Everyone everywhere has a reason to be happy. Something or someone makes them smile. And I wanna share my thoughts of what I think Happiness means to me. What does happiness mean to me? Happiness to me means you have a clear mind, a positive attitude, and a positive outlook in life. You don't let any type of negativity get in the way from your true happiness. You could be going through maybe some hard times in a relationship or something with a job. And if you're unhappy with whatever's going on, then it takes you yourself to make a change so that things will progress to get better. You know the saying, actions speak louder than words. So don't just talk the talk. You got to have actions to back up what you're saying to yourself. Hey, I'm not happy with this job because of X, Y, and Z, or I'm not happy with this person that I'm dating or in a relationship because of whatever reason. Take some time to reflect on why it is you're not happy with the situation. If you need a pen and paper to write down a list of things that's making you unhappy, Go for it. Write down a list. See how you can make changes on those things to make it better and to make you happy. If any reason you're not happy with the person you're dating or in a relationship with and it just seems like it's not going to work out, then, you know, it's time to call it quits and do what's right for you and maybe what's right for the other person. If it's pertaining to a job, you're not happy with maybe your salary or maybe something you're supposed to do with work that you're pretty much not obligated to do, talk to someone about it on the job. Talk to your supervisor. See what can be done. It's important to have communication in all aspects of life, whether it's with family, friends, relationships, a job, 
You know, people cannot read minds. Nobody is psychic here. And if you don't express the way you're feeling or the way you're thinking, then nobody's not going to know anything about you. Take some time to also reflect on yourself. Think about what makes you happy overall as a person. Or in any case, what makes you unhappy? What's causing disappointments in your life? Maybe it's the group of friends you may have. Maybe it's people in the family that's constantly talking so negatively about you, but not saying it directly to you. And you're pretty much hearing it from a third party like, well, so-and-so said something about you and blah, 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 but you really don't know who the person is. But eventually you'll find out who the person is that's talking shit about you. And it's like, who are they to you? You know, what have they done for you in your life? You know what I mean? Because believe me, I've gone through situations where people always talk stories about me. And I never find out who's saying what about me and why until time goes along and then I find out the truth. And it's like, you would say stuff about me to someone else that I personally know, but you won't say directly to my face. Why is that? I'm not a child. I'm a grown ass woman. It's just crazy how people can live their lives doing horrible things to people that don't deserve it. Like coming up with random crazy stories to start spreading rumors about you, you know, having all this false information. And then you may possibly have that one person that you're in constant contact with. Maybe one day out of the blue, they tell you, oh, listen, so I heard that you did this or said that and you're like what where did you hear that from and the person you're in contact with is like oh well I can't say who said it because I ain't trying to start no problems with nobody but then you're probably thinking well then why are you telling me anyway I want to know who said what about me because it's a lie it's false information where they're getting their information from Who's the source? Fill me in. You know what I mean? And like I said, I've gone through situations like that before. And it's just pathetic. (laughs) You know, over the years, I've cut out a lot of people in my life who were supposedly friends. And they're no longer friends. And they pretty much did me the favor and eliminated themselves from my life. And... You're not going to be happy if you have so much negativity in your life, whether it's negative people or negative environment you're in, you're not going to be happy. So I'm pretty much a happy gal overall, and I live my life with positivity. I don't live my life with any negativity. Nobody's perfect, like I said, but if you want to have a good life, you want to be happy, you got to make the change for yourself. If you have children... Like, I have a child. You got to do what's right for the child, what's in their best interest. And believe me, I'm a happy girl. And every morning when my son wakes up, he's always smiling. He always looks at me with a big smile on his face. 
and I know that he's happy. So stick around. When I come back, I'm going to talk about a very, very amazing and wonderful moment that happened in my life, all because of my wonderful and amazing, awesome son. Stay tuned. So some of you may or may not know, but I do have a child with special needs. I have a six and a half year old son who is a nonverbal autistic boy. And, you know, from birth, he's had a lot of medical complications, which it's pretty much going to affect him for the rest of his life. And, you know, Long story short, he did get early intervention services starting at four months old. He started getting physical therapy. A month before his second birthday, he got speech and occupational therapy. And then two months after his second birthday, he was diagnosed with the autism spectrum disorder. And shortly after that, through early intervention, he started receiving ABA services. ABA services is more intensive therapy from what the ABA therapist told me at the time. And they did warn me that he was not going to like it. And believe me, (laughs) he didn't. For like maybe two months, he was getting very frustrated and angry. You know, just not knowing what the hell was going on. But through ABA, he learned sign language. He learned the command to say, give me and more. That stood with him from the age of two years old up to now. So with ABA, it really did help him a lot. Yes, it is intensive therapy, but it really did help him a long way. It was one-on-one therapy. And with all the therapists he had, it was all one-on-one. So it was all done in the home for about, I think, 45 minutes to an hour. I don't remember the time frame, but um, it really helped him, you know, with a lot of things. And he's still getting services at school now. Um, In school, he's getting speech occupation therapy and physical therapy and in the classroom you know they do incorporate certain aba programs you know for him and for the other children in the class because my son is in a school for children with autism and he's been doing great so i'm really thankful for that um another form of sign language he knows is to point to things that he wants and let me tell you the pointing started Two years ago when he graduated from preschool, I couldn't believe with my own two eyes that he was pointing to something that he wanted. You know, after the graduation ceremony, you know, we had like a little break where everyone had like a little snack and beverage, you know, juice or soda. And I'm sitting on the bench outside the school because it was an outdoor ceremony. And I'm holding the plate with cookies and my son is looking at the plate and he's pointing to the chocolate chip cookie. And he's like pointing at it like directly to it. I said, what is it? He's pointing to the cookie. I'm like, you want the cookie? And he's pointing. So I told him to take the cookie. He took the cookie and ate it. He looked back at the plate again and pointed to another cookie that he wanted. I'm looking at him good. Like, is he seriously pointing to another cookie? Like, are you kidding me right now? Is this really happening? So I told him to take the other cookie. He took it. He ate it. And... I was just a complete shock that this happened on graduation day from preschool. And he was four years old. So fast forward to what happened a week ago. 
So I've been talking to my son since I was pregnant and you know, I want him to get used to hearing my voice, want him to understand me. And eventually with me talking to him, it will kind of help him with his speech in some way. So he's very smart. Although he's not verbally expressive, he knows what you're telling him. So I was saying hi to him and good evening, good morning, good afternoon, say mama, say grandma. And last week, his very first word was hi. He kept hearing me say hi to him and I'm trying to see if he'll say it. And then he mimicked the sound and then he started saying hi. I thought I was going crazy for a second. I had to get my phone to video record him saying hi. And yeah, I caught him on camera saying hi. And then a couple minutes later, my mom calls me just to see how me and my son were doing. And I had her on speakerphone so she could say hi to my son and talk to him. And my son didn't say hi to her. So guess what? After I finished talking to my mom, I tell my son, hey, hi. He then says hi to me, but he didn't say hi to my mom on the phone, which I thought was hysterical. But um, this week when I spoke to my mom on the phone, she actually did hear him say hi. And I could tell she was smiling because she was like, hi, hi. And yeah, my son kept saying hi to her. And now I'm like, oh my gosh. So this is just an amazing thing that happened in my son's life as well as my life because my son is nonverbal. And I've been waiting for the day for me to hear him say something. Any word. It could it didn't have to necessarily be mama or mom, but he said hi. And Oh, I just like hugged him and was smiling. Yes, I got emotional. I'm still emotional to this moment. But to have a child that's nonverbal and although he's autistic, but I'm telling you, kids with autism, they're very, very smart. Yes, they live in their own little world, but they're very smart. I am extremely happy that this has happened. I'm so proud of my son. You guys don't even know. We've both gone through so much in life. But you know what? We're both strong individuals. We both always have a smile on our face. And we always keep moving forward. Because we both know that good things are waiting for us. So my word of advice to you parents out there with children with special needs Maybe you're frustrated that maybe you don't see no progress going on for your child. Here's what I got to tell you guys. Have patience, have faith, and pray that good things will happen for your children. Consistency is key when you never give up on hope and your dreams. Now that last part, I think that definitely has to go out to everyone. Because if you're unhappy with a situation that you got going on in your life, take action. Make a change. Do what's right for you. Do what's best for you. Do whatever it is that's going to make you happy. Don't depend on anything or anyone else to do things for you, for your happiness. And on that note, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. 
I appreciate all the love and support. And I want to dedicate this episode of Sweet Talk with Elisa to my wonderful and amazing son, EJ. Mommy loves you always and forever. And until next time.